Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Smoking Tire Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Vredestein Tires. Vredestein is a tire brand you've probably heard of, but they're just launching in the U.S. But you've probably heard about them like casually, like, oh, yeah, it's like that brand, right? Do you know this brand? Vredestein has been around for 112 years. It's been around almost as long as the production automobile. The tires are all made in Europe, and they've been sold really, really successfully in Europe for 112 years. Uh, They've got some UHP tires, but really, they're all about the all-season performance, and it's about all kinds of weather, right? So you want your ultra high performance tire, but if it rains, you just don't want to be driving around on like a slick, right? They've got UHP award-winning lines that cover every season and an incoming all-terrain tire called the Pinza. They offer the widest size range of ultra high performance tires available in North America with all season, all weather, winter, and pure summer tires. Their newest product, the HyperTrack, is made for North America with the really cool uh, Giorgetto Gijaro design uh, sidewalls. They offer market-leading wet weather performance, handling, braking, and hydroplaning for premium cars. They sent us a set, which we just had installs on Young Zach's M3, and we're going to be making a video with how we feel about those tires on the E46 M3. Uh, really, really soon. I really like how the uh, the sidewalls look on his M3, and I really like how it would look on a Jajaro design car. It would really match that styling super well, especially for your 80s and 90s cars. Um, the Sprint Classic is that tire, right? Modern performance with period-correct styling. And then you have the Sprint Plus, which is a high-performance tire for, like, recent late-model classics from the 80s and 90s. That's what you want to put on your let's say, Isuzu Impulse. You feel me? The Vredestein line is available uh, from Tire Rack, wherever you get tires, and be sure to follow Vredestein, V-R-E-D-E-S-T-E-I-N, tires, Vredestein tires on the gram, and look for some upcoming Vredestein uh, SponCon on this week's podcast. We are also brought to you by Lemonade Health. Guys, this episode like many others, is brought to you by Lemonade Health. Check in on your health. Use the time to check in with a doctor. And I know we don't all want to go into doctor's offices. I think it's a little weird to be hanging out in doctor's offices right now myself. That's why virtual medicine is what's up. Lemonade Health is a virtual medical office providing you with affordable health care but without the need for insurance. Our medical team can treat anything from erectile dysfunction to anxiety, depression, insomnia, hair loss, high blood pressure, and more. And you do it from your own home. No waiting rooms, no being around other people, just straight video chat. Virtual, it's great. And here's what's going on for you listeners out there. Lemonade is providing Smoking Tire listeners with 50% off your first order of any ED medication. Getting started is very easy. Visit LemonadeHealth.com slash tire. And that's spelled Lemon A-I-D, not spelled like the beverage. Lemon A-I-D, like help not like the drink. Fill out the online questionnaire and their medical team will review and get you medication fast and discreetly 
Delivery is fast, free, and comes in discreet packaging. Visit LemonadeHealth.com slash Tire for 50% off your first order of ED medication from Lemonade Health. And, of course, we are brought to you for this entire year by Tradecraft Farms, the official ganja of the Smoking Tire podcast. They have an ill Instagram. If you're in California and you can buy their products at retail, I would strongly encourage you to do so, either at your favorite local dispensary or at one of the Tradecraft Farms uh, official uh, retail locations, like their new one in Port Wainimi, which I am told is the correct pronunciation. If you're not in California, or even if you are, you're an Instagram user, be a good fan. And uh, follow Tradecraft underscore Farms on Instagram for your boy Matt, because this train has to keep on rolling. These guys are keeping me in deliciously dank nuggets, which on their Instagram, which I'm looking at right now, uh, they have beautiful macro photos of. Seriously, whoever their photographer is, I respect them. I respect them greatly. They respect their craft, just like the people growing the trade craft. Give them a follow at tradecraft underscore farms on Instagram. All righty, folks. On this episode of the show, we got Johnny Lieberman phoning it in. Literally, not figuratively. He is actually calling in because it's a pandemic, and so we're trying to not have people in studio who don't want to go through the annoying testing process, which is still annoying. Uh, Johnny and I have driven some similar uh, vehicles. In fact, a couple of the very, very same vehicles, and so uh, we're going to fight about them over the computer. Uh, We also have a little bit on this sponsored by Vredestein Tires. So it's Johnny Lieberman on the Smoking Tire Podcast. Johnny, two Jews, beards, Braymonts, and backwards hats. Yeah. Chaim, sir. Chaim. What you yeah. sipping on, my friend? Good Shabbos to you, my friend. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm I'm drinking uh, coffee. I'm drinking oh. coffee, but I but I texted you like 20 minutes ago, and I was like, and "Are we drinking?" And you're like, "Yes." This is on okay. deck. This oh, okay. What's deck. that? Yeah, yeah. This is a what rye that. Uh, there we go. Yep. That Mike Schaefer sent me. It's a six-year rye from Willet. Um, it is bottled sixty-one out of one hundred ninety-six. It's called oh, Slutty wow. Knots. And uh, <laughs> I, I can't wait to taste these salty knots. <laughs> exactly. I, I cracked. I cracked into it. So Schaefer, uh, the photographer. Some of you know him. Capital Sunset on the Instagram. But um, he has a good quality gram. Do recommend. Yeah, but he's he's overly generous. He sends me insanely expensive gifts that I'll never ever return. So he actually stupidly left the price tag on this one, and I'm like, <laughs> "Tell me you didn't pay for this." He's like, "What? What? You're a good buddy." I'm like, "Dude, d- you make me feel awful. Like I have a kid. I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm not doing." <laughs> on a recent I mean, show, my friend Dave sent me a bottle of bourbon that I that I. I was I he didn't say anything about it but I was kind of led to believe it was a lot more expensive than it actually was. I thought it was like 300 bucks it turns out it was like 90. But that was still very good. It's still a very the nice only, gift. The only 300 bottle or dollar actually 500 dollar bottle you ever got was that one I gave you. I didn't the, pay for the it. Boss Hog? The Boss Hog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm drinking I, right I now this um Wild Rye Distilling 5 Drops Bourbon from Bozeman, Montana. A fan gave me this on Adventure Drives, and it was very tasty. Never, never had it, but 
It was good but enough I, that I, I, this is the last glass of the bottle. Well, enjoy it. I was just going to say, I stole the boss hog from a rich guy. So, uh, <laughs> you know, I, like I don't the, feel bad You're like the all. Robin Hood of bourbon. <laughs> I stole from a rich guy and gave to a richer guy, but still. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, <laughs> but you're a good friend. You're a good friend. You're a good Thank friend. Thank you. Thank you for uh, coming back virtually and dealing with our technical technical issues today. It's all right, though. We'll get the most frustrating thing about doing this show with you right now is that we're two of like the four people that drove Elva, and we can't talk about it because it's embargoed. Uh, it's literally four journalists drove it. It's me and you kind of awesome. And I know. The embargo is on the 25th. It's like yeah. not soon, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah. We're going to have yeah. to do another one that's like the all Elva hour. Did you? We should do that because we, we could get Pat and Bossom to chime in. I can't. Uh, I can't give any driving impressions about Elva, but I can say that my eyes have n almost never been drier <laughs> at the end of a day. <laughs> I had the, my eyeballs just basically were just dust. <laughs> there was and that's saying something anywhere. considering our sponsor. <laughs> yeah. Did you wear a helmet? I wore a helmet. I, I went. We drove the thirty nine. So I I wore a helmet on the highway transitions because I was afraid. And then as soon as I got to the 39, I took the helmet off and put it away. I did not wear the helmet at all in the canyons, and then I wore it on the um, transit back. And I think I made the right decision. I think that was the right, I think that's the right move, I think. I wish we were talking about this, but I, I left the helmet off uh, leaving Beverly Hills, and I got to Angeles Crest, and at the Shell Station, I put the helmet on, and um, I did a little driving with it off, and then it got really cold, so I put it back on. <laughs> yeah, and then well, I just wore it back to Beverly Hills. Um, I mean, in general, I, if you owned an Elva, I think you'd, you'd a helmet is probably recommended. But but um, you know, YOLO. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I will, we'll talk I about blow, that on the twenty fifth. Let's not fuck gonna, it up. I'm gonna blow one little tiny part of the embargo, and I, I think it's okay. Um, the Elva has the absolute worst floor mats in the car industry. Oh, you're right. They do. That is not a driving impression. That is a physical attribute. Because like, you, <laughs> Explain why. I'll let you explain why, but I agree with you already. Okay. So they're only held in place by two tabs that don't work very well. And there's only two of them. There's not four. And to get in the car, you, you, you kind of step onto the floor first. You don't like... You don't, you don't put, because the sill's so high, you can't get your button there first. So it's like a, it's like a Lotus 7 or something. You got to like stand on the floor of the car. And it's, like a, it's like a Shelby Cobra. It's like how you yeah. get into a Cobra, basically. Yeah. 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 You either stand on the seat or you kind of wedge your feet in, in the floor in between the seat and the wheel. Right. Yeah. And it's like two million dollars. So you don't want to stand on the seat. <laughs> even though the seat is that crazy material, it's called it's called ultra fabric. And it's like fake leather. That's really good. I thought it was it leather. It actually that name is a terrible name. But as soon as I sat in that seat, I was like, oh, oh, this is something new. Oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't think it's a driving impression. I, we left the car in direct sunlight for a photo shoot for two hours, and it was the mm -hmm. day that it was like 87 degrees. Yeah. And I was, I was like, my, I'm like the whole time, I'm like, ugh, black leather. It's gonna suck for five minutes. It was fine. It like doesn't. Well, that's that very hard. good. If you're gonna oh, build a car yeah. without a roof or a windshield or an anything, probably having some leather and then put a black interior in it. Yeah, yeah having some leather that doesn't get super hot. That's not a driving impression. That's good. No. No, anyway, so so when you the floor mat, the floor mat, 
the snaps give way and you slide and you <laughs> fall into your $1.7 million car. You want to <laughs> into it. The solution, uh, the solution is like a performante, right? Just grip tape, just put grip tape on the yeah. floor, like problem solved. Yeah. Skateboard like, tape no. would have done it for sure. Yeah. The, um, but you know, my, my back the last like 36 hours has been completely fucked. And now that you bring that up, that's how it got that way. I'm pretty, I'm pretty <laughs> sure yoinking myself on this slippery ass floor mat. I think I said to myself, "God damn it!" like eight times. Yeah, no, it's terrible because I was in and out of the car constantly because you know you move it around for the photo shoot. Yeah. And again, there's no, there's no graceful way to get out of cars like that. But then, sleeping carpet like slides as you're getting out of the car. And I like you, your you solution. Not exactly light people. So like. You know, Pat and Bossom, who probably weigh 120 pounds each, they probably didn't happen to them. But like, <laughs> the English there, guys are like, uh, to save weight, the, the tensile strength of the magnets are only for about 100 kilos. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Over 100 kilos, the floor mat's just the enemy. So that, that was annoying. Oh, um, yeah, that's funny. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We, we do have, you know what we should talk about, though? Uh, the five crazy Porsches. Oh, yeah. You drove them, too. Yeah. They were so fucking awesome. good. What a nice day that was, huh? Wasn't that a good afternoon? So I'm sure you've talked about it, but, uh, yeah, so, you know, normally on stuff like that, like, you're like oh, we're going to let you drive it, and you'll have, like, a lap. You know what I mean? It, it'll be it'll be totally unsatisfying. That It'll be, like, or there'll be four Remember other Remember the GT350 launch? That. <laughs> Yeah, They're, but the the, the the lead fall guy will go the speed of the slowest guy. You yeah, know, just suck. Um, this was like I don't know twenty five laps per car, and you had five cars and acceleration runs, and you just you won again, which I did. I mean, it's just like the best day ever. Um, it was a it was like really enough seat time where by the end I felt like wow this is as fast as I can go in this car like that's pretty it was pretty cool like it was I think it was wise of Porsche and the PEC folks and all them to like make sure that we really got that like forty five I mean it was forty five minutes of track time in each car Legi- yeah, was I was exhausted awesome. by the end of it <laughs> oh, I was I was good I actually I actually have been like working out during COVID so I was like the guy was actually like wow you're not tired everyone else has been exhausted I'm like uh, dude I have 12 minutes left can I get back in the 4.0 for 12 minutes <laughs> so it's it was- the um no you know what actually makes me tired is the setting up of the video cameras and shit oh, that's yeah. really that and the fact that and um and you know Driving really fast while talking is, you know, it's like imagine walking on a treadmill or doing anything while talking. It it adds a thing. Yeah, for sure. I, I, I got to tell you, like, I, you know, I didn't do any video for this. and I'm so thankful. I just got to, like, sit there, be with the cars and then run home right. Out of it. And it was like, like yeah, yeah, I'm sure you have great videos. Um, but like it was just such a treat just to drive them and just be lost in my thoughts and and you know the my my instructor was a great dude. He was like trying to talk to me, and in, in three of the cars you couldn't hear him. You know the ones without turbos, like, mm-hmm. like whatever. And I I just kind of like turned the mic down, like okay, okay. Um, but they, it was just they were just all incredible. You know it was it was funny though. I, you know I I I went into it knowing that I'd like the 4.0 the most, and I did. But I thought like second place for sure. I'd have the uh, the 996, and for me that was sort of a distant fifth. It was it was cool. 
it was analog and the steering was great and all that, but just it just wasn't up to the snuff of the other four. The nine nine six to me, and I said it in the in the both the written part and the video, was it felt like a really reputable shop took a regular GT three and just like modified it for track days. Which yeah. is cool, like it's a cool bit of history, but it's not yeah. it doesn't it didn't feel like a ground up product. You know what's weird about that nine nine six? Did you notice how from neutral, the distance for the the throw length for the up gears and the down gears was different. Did you notice that? Yeah, and, and not, not only was it different though, it was just incredibly long throws, which was yeah. which was weird because you know you then you pop into the nine nine seven and it's like you know literally the greatest gearbox ever created. By- <laughs> yes, um, agreed. Yeah, and and so. It was, it was, you know, it's, uh, Frank, uh, the, the Porsche PR guy, he actually said something. He said, uh, you know, there, there's a point when, when cars feel like old cars, and that point was about 2008, <laughs> you know, so. That's very it, funny, and you're right. You're yeah. totally right. Yeah, so it just, it just doesn't, you know, it just doesn't have, like, the, the I guess, the even though it's on modern tires, those tires are, like, new, you know, they're way better than the tires that the, the GT3 RS would have come on. Um, yeah, that's like, why that car feels pretty mild. I mean, it's like, you know, yeah. 385 to 400 horsepower, but on like brand new Cup 2s, like that's fully manageable, you know? Yeah, and, and it just, it just um, I don't know, it, it, I, I liked it. I liked it a lot. It's very cool. But yeah, it wasn't, I mean, all the, I mean, the others were kind of dreamboats. When I, when I drove the, the red GT2 RS, uh, it, it was having an issue. It was like one, one of the tight, one of the fender liners fell down, so it was rubbing. So I was, I was worried that like the wheel was going to fall off. I didn't know what it was. Yeah, you don't um, want to break that thing. Look at that cool little drift I was doing though. It's a great shot. Who's that, Schaefer? Yeah. It's a good shot. No, Rents. That's one of our. It's a Motor Trend photographer named Rents. Uh, he's wrench.jpg on the Insta. He is such a talented photographer. That's he a good shot. Does, I like, like that one. Style stuff, but he's just a badass. Um, I liked the GT2 RS a lot. I was, I, it was so much easier to drive than I thought it would be. That the 997 GT2 RS, God, it was just like delight. Cause you, cause now that we know how to drive turbo cars, right? It's like we know how to do the squeeze. And if you know how to do the squeeze throttle instead of the stab throttle and you like work on that, like that car becomes like fucking easy as pie. It's very nice. So two things about that. Again, those are much better tires than the Pilot Sport <laughs> yeah. One. Yeah. <laughs> I know that car really well. Uh, I I'm not sure if it's the exact same car, but we we actually broke that car by doing uh, like we were doing a video thing. We used to have an old program called the Science of Speed, and oh, yeah. we were doing like a 110 mile left turn. We did it like 30 times in a row, and it just starved one side of the engine. Mm. So it's the it's, it's the largest warranty claim in Porsche North America history. Really? Yeah. What's the number? Oh, it was in the twos. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Wait. Uh, yeah, I guess blowing an engine and that was $200,000? Well, I think it was because like it, the engine was totaled because it starved oil, something broke and the engine was hosed. Oh. So like the new engine which they had they didn't have one, they had to like make one and then 
Um, well, I guess if it was a prototype, if it was pre-pro, labor, yeah, if it was pre-pro, I, I it was you know, it was it was it's they only made what five hundred of them. I think it's the most limited of all the five. It was, I think it was, yeah, five hundred was the number. Yeah, yeah. It was. Yeah. I remember it was. That was when Nick Twork was the PR guy at Porsche, and he's oh, like, yeah. "Congratulations." <laughs> Congratulations! This is the single largest claim we've ever fucking run. That's so, a good. That's a. You should get a. Can you make yourself a little trophy for that? I would make um, myself a fucking trophy. I, my wife, if my wife, heard, if I came home from work and told my wife that story, within yeah. maybe ten days there would be a trophy sitting on the counter for it. Yeah, <laughs> That's why I married a good woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When my book comes out, the, just read the Porsche chapter. Oh my god, is your book just going to be called? The things I broke. <laughs> like, no, they came, they saw, they left on a flatbed. <laughs> no, that'll, that'll be a chapter. Uh, no, I think I'll call it like Four Wheels Off. Remarkable Men. Uh, but, so, so, but, but I, I drove a tuned um, version of that car with like, I don't know, 700 horsepower or whatever in Miami and it was it was wet out and it was like it was actually frightening it had no traction yeah and it was just making like cuckoo pants power well I drove um, the was it the Sharky car I drove the I drove Sharky's white one with that had the whole Magnus Walker orange lipstick on it that thing was no, getting wheel spin at 100 miles an hour it was nuts this was a black one that just it had there was a standard tune that people did to that thing but I you know with the traction control fully on like it was just all over the road it was crazy pants but yeah no it was sort of a sweetheart to drive um you could you could it was surprisingly it like just loved being on the track that day you speaking know, of it, crazy it, pants but also kind of a sweetheart to drive did you also get wheel spin at 110 miles an hour in the mclaren 765 lt because uh, i uh I, I can't believe they just sell that to people uh so, <laughs> So I drove it. It's funny you say that. So I, I drove it once, right? And I just got back and I couldn't, I couldn't, I had no opinion of it other than like, it's just so, I don't know what the word is, rocket sled fast in a straight line, like, like shockingly, stupidly quick in a straight line. It's like that, an LMP2 car. It's like, it's like with, fucking with, crazy. With 200 horsepower more than an LMP2 <laughs> car. And actually... You know, LMP LMP two. They just they just dropped it down to like five forty. I mean, it's oh my like, god, that's, that's so crazy. When I read the press release before I drove the seven six five, and I read shortened close ratio gearbox, and I went, "Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> like, this is something the seven twenty did not need." <laughs> yeah, well, that's the thing. And then so, but I, I went. Luckily, I had the car for a couple days, so I went back the next day and drove it again. And I, I like it's like being at altitude. I'd like acclimated to the speed and uh so then I, I stopped tripping out about how quick it was and kind of concentrated on like what a great driving car it is and it's it's really cool i mean i think if you got a 720 and put those tires on a 720 right. about 50 percent of where you need to be um but it was it's an impressive I'm, I'm glad i drove it not that we can talk about it but before the elva because the elva is probably two or three hundred pounds lighter and makes more horsepower. So. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And that's how I went. And I, can, I won't, it's not a driving impression, but I can say that what you just said right there is exactly how I felt when I arrived at McLaren Beverly Hills to pick up the Elva. That was my mindset. My mindset was 
I can recall very vividly what I just drove from them. And this is lighter and has more advertised horsepower. And I'm glad I kissed my wife when I left. <laughs> and no fucking windshield. <laughs> No, or glass. It's not even no windshield. There's no windows. There's no back. The car has no glass. There's nothing. It's kind of awesome. Uh, yeah, you know, it's totally, well. Anyway. Embargoed. Embargoed. Yeah. Embargoed. Uh, <laughs> it's hard to not talk about things with your friends. This is, sucks. Did you drive Mach-E? What's that? What's that? Did you drive Mach-E? Not yet. How is it? Ooh, it's fucking great. It's really, it's really, really great. Have you? Really? Can I ask? I know, I know. I don't want to. I don't want to get into another tunnels shouting match. But have you driven the uh, the Model Y? I haven't driven a Model Y. I've poked around. I've poked around a Model Y. I've played with things and sat in them. I haven't driven one yet. I've driven all the variants of the three. I imagine yeah. they're similar. So the, for me, the, the everything I didn't like about the three, they fixed with the Y. Well, that's good. Uh, Including like it has a hatch where the the three had a trunk which was dumb and then the the like there was no headroom in the back which is it's an SUV so the Y just because it's a little bit taller and it's a yeah. hatch you get more headroom. <clears throat> and it just it drives incredibly well so I think that's sort of like the hot uh, comparison test is going to be uh, uh, what is it Mach E versus yeah. Model Y These both names Zach and I yeah I know both Zach and I oh, were man. like super 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 impressed with Maki, and my wife was really impressed with Maki. also she was I you know Hannah is like like almost leaning towards ordering a Bronco but she drove Maki, and she was like actually this is pretty fucking sick she was really into it and I think it was I was very impressed like for like they uh, they actually um I think they took a lot, and our first video of two came out today, our dynamic yeah. video. I did a range test video that comes out on uh, Wednesday. Spoiler alert, I did 257 miles uh, on a charge, literally without trying. Like, cruise control, 73 miles an hour, 101 north to Gaviota Beach State Park, flipped a bitch, came back, turned off at Oxnard, PCH, back uh, all the way back to west side and i did a very very easy relaxing and lovely uh 257 miles uh on the charge which i which i found to be more more than appropriate and right in line with what ford says it'll do so yeah that's good um but comfy yeah, no. dude just fucking chill comfy quiet um, I love radar cruise control, and I like to steer myself. But ever, and it was like, you know, a really nice, progressive, smooth, not jerky radar cruise control. They did a very nice job. You're gonna really like Maki. You're gonna like it. Yeah, I went. I went to Detroit back when back when you were allowed to travel. Remember that? I went to mm. Detroit, and uh, I was I was like a group of journalists who got to see it really, really early on. We kind of knew they were making an electric Mustang, and. Um, so I got to see it, but they, they gave us the whole kind of spiel thought process behind the thing. And, the, you know, and everyone, you know, obviously went crazy because it's not a real Mustang and blah, 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 blah. However, that said, their point was, look, before we started on this road, we were making an electric car and it was going to basically be like the Hyundai Ionic. So, you know, they have to do electric cars for a whole bunch of reasons. One is soon, you know, people are going to, that's all they're going to buy. But anyways, they're like, look, we're making a car that we don't want to build, that dealers don't want to sell, that people don't want to buy. So what at Ford is sexy? 
right? And they looked around. We make nothing but trucks and and people movers. So, um, you know, Mustang is sexy. And I think they made this decision before they started with the Bronco. Obviously, not yet. Um, And they said, okay, could we make a, a, a Mustang SUV that's electric? You know, and obviously it's not the purest thing ever, but like, I think by calling it Mustang, they were forced to make it drive better than it had to. And that's I, probably, I, that's mm-hmm. a, I haven't heard that argument. That's a, that's yeah. good. Okay. You know, and, uh, and, and this is based on what you're saying. Seba drove it and said, you know, it's sportier than an electric SUV needs to be. And, um, I, you know, I think they had, and, and I think it actually looks pretty good for an SUV. You know, I, I think SUVs are rarely good looking, but it's, yeah, I there's agree. certain well, as you know, as Zach pointed out in our video, it's not really an SUV. It's only three inches taller than an RS6 Avant. I was wrong. It was four and a half. Oh, it's four and a half. Four Excuse and me, half. four and a half. Sorry, that's that's uh, in the middle, but it's not really SUV height. Even if you park it in your garage, you're it's not an SUV. It's a tall wagon, really. Um, and, and remember, that's that's what they're calling SUVs now. Like yeah, that, you yeah, know, like the, the Mercedes, whatever the all terrain and the yeah, Audi. Yeah all road they have one and a half inch lifts to legal (laughs) yeah yeah. what was cool though johnny was if you turn off you know we had the all-wheel drive big battery right if you turn off traction control it's off i mean it's fully you know it's just one click no big deal no fancy things just boom one click off and you know you can see it in the video you can you can huck it you can huck it and it's it's nice and progressive it doesn't do anything funky you know there people people thought about things it's not it's not bad if you and this was the middle one this is not the gt you know the gt is going to really be the gt is going to be something yeah you put mag ride and real tires on this thing this is going to be something it's going to be fucking just just from a, a corporate point of view like if you look at I don't know much about the new Explorer. I haven't driven it yet, but the last Explorer, um, you couldn't, you couldn't. Not only could you not turn the traction control off ever, um, it actually had like some kind of curve control feature. Oh <laughs> yeah, because they were so worried about. Remember that you know when the when the Explorers because the yeah, Firestone yeah. tires were over, so they just made the decision like this vehicle will never roll over. So to go from that. To the Mach E, where uh, you know, again, an electric SUV people mover, where you can turn everything off. I mean, yeah. And if you if you had the room, you could huck it, like you can slide it too. Like we were on a little canyon road, so we weren't fucking around like that. But you could still make it move a little bit. This thing, like if you had a skid pad or a racetrack, yeah, you could fucking huck it. But you know who does the last gen, uh, the last gen G wagon? did that thing where if you had more than like 10% steering then it would give you like dead throttle but it would come back it was 0 100 right so you'd be in the corner it would be dead 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 flat I never I never got I never put it on video but this guy he sadly died but he was his name was Erwin he was the head G-Wagon tester in Austria Graz Austria and he showed me how to do three motion with the G and you basically you put it in like I think it was like low gear with just the center diff locked, and if you just started going around in a circle, it would just get up. <laughs> on, it was so rad. Whoa, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. The new G wagon was so, was so good. 
The new yeah. one is the shit. That thing is dope as hell. I was, I'm oh, on board. Oh, you yeah. know, I was anti G wagon until this generation, and you now were. I'm pro. Which I didn't get. I love the old G wagon. But I know. I just didn't like. I thought that recirculating ball steering was terrible, and that there was no like room for something that was kind of big. That bothered me. And they fixed I, that. It's good now. They fixed both I things. Wonder, I wonder if it's a height thing because I just I love the way like I fit in the G wagon. I was just for me it was perfect. You're, you're just like, uh, shorter enough than me that that is about right. I have the extra two and a half to three inches that is the difference between it fitting and being very uncomfortable. Like I'm getting, okay. getting a uh, uh, Uricon uh, convertible tomorrow. Ugh. I God, fucking book a masseuse for the end. Get Tell them your hip flexors will be waiting. <laughs> but again, if I, was, if I was one inch taller, it wouldn't work. But I'm just the height where it kind of actually works. Bro, uh, my limit on a Huracan Spider is like pff, 16 minutes before I'm just I like, drove, I'm like, like just fucked. Yeah. I drove, I actually, Schaefer and I drove one uh, to Pebble last year uh, from L.A. And back, I think. <sighs> Nothing wrong with the car, but that the roof, the space where the roof goes, comes directly yeah. well, from your leg room. It's gnarly. Yeah, no, it's crazy. Even the R eight spider is tough. If you're over five nine or five ten, mm-hmm. doesn't really work. The R eight, I think, actually has like an extra inch, but but it's just basically the same car. Yeah, but but so um, anyhow, uh, I don't know. What, you know what we're I'm kind of stoked on. I'll just, take, I'll just take a left. You know, I'm kind of stoked on I just saw the new C8 Corvette convertible with the yeah. retractable hardtop. I'm kind of about that. That's like, that's a really, really nice, tr- I mean, that really bridges the gap even closer between like a 458 and a C8 Corvette, doesn't it? That's a fucking I mean, nice the, setup. The C8 is such an impressive thing. Like, you know, we did we did best drivers car and it, you know, it did what it did. It came in fifth out of seven. But um it was like for like for driving around, and what I mean is like you're just going on not 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 nine tenths, you know, but you're just driving quickly with your buddies, like seven tenths, kinda squirting around on the freeway, squirting around on the canyons, not going for it, going for it. There was no difference in feel between like the F8, the Oricon and the C8. Like they, 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 they're like, Oh yeah, these cars are like the same thing. Yeah. Really nailed it. Um, it was like, you know, it had street tires. Everything else was on super, you know, tires. Um, and then as far as a convertible goes, like, yeah, I just, I, I love the fact though, that like the regular ones just a T top anyways. So I, I know. Yeah. What's the point, but it does look good. I agree with you that it doesn't make a lot of sense when the target top comes off so easily. And I, if it was my money, I would just get the target top. But I saw somebody roll into Malibu the other day, and as they were going to park, the thing did its little and I was like, oh, well, that looks basically exactly how a 458 does it. Okay. They have they have nailed this one. Have you driven the C8 without Z51? I haven't. We drove one at work. I haven't driven it, though. Um, I've only I've only actually driven two. I drove the one we had a Z51 for car of the year that was I think the same one or same you had it literally like the next day after we had it for performance car of the year, right? The orange joint. Didn't you have the orange no, guy? The red one. I think I think you we had like Vin 10 and you had Vin 18 or something oh, like that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Same batch though. It was they were not they were not production intent. You know what I mean? They were like they were five percent off. 
But we have this yellow one, and, and it was, again, the Z51, it was just incredible. But um, no, I, I haven't. Um, you know, I'm sure, you know, it's not as good as the Z51, but I, 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 I haven't driven it. I'm just, I'm just counting down for, you know, bring on the Z06 already. Like I know, that engine's going to be the fucking titties. It's going to be so nice. That car's going to be fast as fuck around road courses. Holy shit. I know. It's already fucking fast. The, the, yeah. You know, like we got, I, 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 we got two point eight seconds to sixty. It's a rear wheel drive car. Two point eight is that's ludicrous. Yeah. And then we got like eleven two in the quarter. And again, we don't do drag strip. We do like street start. Um, it, I mean, it's just it's already nuts. But like, I got to do a couple laps around Laguna Seca. And it's it's screaming for better tires. It's screaming for more aggressive damping. You know, there's a little bit more body motion than you want. Um, so I, I just, just, I want that Z06. I'm so curious. But the, the fundamentals, man, the foundation is there. Like I got to drive one for a day at, at Atlanta Motorsports Park, Z51 package and visibility, you know, steering's artificial, but it's pretty good. But like, you can tell that the bones are really good yeah. and when they start, you know, like you said, putting a little bit of suspension into it, a little more aggressive dampening. It's going to fuck other cars up on the track. Yeah. It's going to be really quick. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. I like driving yeah, a lot. It's comfy, yeah, man. It's good. Uh, but the other thing about the Corvette, which is so crazy, and this is like, like the 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 Uricon, Just to pick on Lamborghini for a second, like pretty miserable around town. Like it's a it's a great car, but like it's it's just like you know it's not a great driving around town car. They're um, small when, and hard to see out of, and that's what it takes to make something look that pretty. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's gorgeous, but it's just just stuff like I don't know, like you know just ride quality and, and creaks just like Lamborghinis I think they're so stiff they like creak on everything you know at low speeds you notice know it you mean yeah, it's like it's like a Cadillac man it's like the best ride quality of any supercar um and somehow with like less than 500 horsepower it performs like a supercar I don't know it's it I'm, I'm well it just goes to show you how much of the power you know you know a, a, between a certain level you know with with a with a not without a carbon tub, right? Beyond, if if you go start going to the carbon tub cars, it changes. But without that carbon tub, how much power above five hundred is you know usable? You know what I mean? Right, 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 right. Like, and also remember, you know, with, with with pure naturally aspirated engines, you know, you don't have a supercharger sucking on anything. You don't have any turbochargers, and you have a, a lot of displacement like that, like the C eight has. Then you know, suddenly you're getting this really honest torque, which is it's going away i mean like you know uh, the next generation they'll never experience that they'll they'll have electric torque but they'll never get like the big displacement na torque and it's just it's just a it's just a great car with great noise and i don't know i'm i'm again i'm i'm just impressed by what chevy did especially for the money just crazy i'm really excited for the z06 like really yeah i heard yeah. that one clip you know the one i'm talking about just the yeah, one yeah, clip yeah. that some person shot like on their phone or whatever of that thing fucking yipping away and i was like oh oh it's that it's like it's like their you know their voodoo or whatever right it's yeah but it, it's, it sounded it's very tight it was nice yeah so it's gonna be from what i understand it's gonna be a flat plane with with twin turbos so it'll basically be like a mclaren engine um but it'll, it'll have more displacement they'll have more torque than mclaren um, you know, I don't know if it'll rev quite as high because McLarens, they rev out to like 87 or something like yeah, that. Yeah, they're way up there. Yeah, I don't know. It might or not, but it'll just be a monster. I mean, look, General Motors, like, you can't fuck with their V8s. I mean, they're the king of the V8. You know, they just like, 
you know, you remember the seven liter? I mean, name a better engine. There aren't there's like two. So, <laughs> well, uh, I mean, I my preference is, you know, there as far as like effectiveness, I agree with you, but they're not yeah, I don't know, the like, precision like, of some of the other engines I prefer to the just displacement and fury of a of the big yeah, but like displacement the, the Z28, the, it was it was the the, the C six Z six motor. I mean, mm-hmm. like, yeah, yeah, like fucking incredible. Like, I you know, that, like I'd say that the current GT three motor or maybe the four and like the Ferrari V twelve. Like those are my three favorite engines. Like they're just unbelievable. Just unbelievable. Are, I mean, those are good arguments. I might replace the uh, I might replace your your LS7 with with a voodoo engine, maybe. Nah. Nah. <laughs> nah. Well, if I really wanted if I really wanted to be like really specific, the Dynan uh BMW Stroker engine, the Dynan 4.6 V8, 525 horsepower. There was a drop-in crate engine for the E92 M3. I think it was I think it was twenty five thousand dollars for the long block or something. I mean, it was ridiculous, right, right. you know. But I drove. I've driven a couple different cars that had that, and that was really on another uh, oh. on another level. Yeah. Okay, if you want to play that game, the I think it was like the M159 out of the uh, Mercedes AMG. Oh yes, SLS Black Series. Yes, that- very good. That was that was a ripping V8, but it, again, it, it you know it, it didn't have the torque of the seven liter. I just the seven liter, there was just something just so guttural and natural and just awesome and and kind of. It feels old blue. and new at the same time. I think you know, yeah, yeah kind of yeah. some old school grunt that revs a seven grand. And it was and it was it was as high tech as anything at the time. You know, like it was like titanium valves, yep, sodium filled you know intake valves or whatever. I mean, it was, the thing was crazy. Titanium connecting rods. It was a crazy, crazy hand-built engine. And just went into. We met the people who built them. We met Zach oh, and I Green? went to Bowling Green. It was all those, all those uh, the the LS7. We went there while they were building both Z28. This was 2015, so they were building Z28 and they were building the C7Z06. So one team built LS7s and LT. Fours, right? LT fours. LT fours. LT fours. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it was like it was literally four people. And you know what they told us, Johnny? That was one of the saddest fucking things I ever heard. I said, "We're you know we're filming this thing." I was like, "Oh yeah, we're here. You know, we're gonna go over to the track. You know, drive the Z06." And they were like, "They get no seat time." The people who hand build every GM performance engine. It's a very small team are right across the street from the racetrack where they have all the Corvettes in the planet and they get zero, not even an hour of seat time. We should do a GoFundMe so those factory workers can get some seat time. That's a good idea. You know, that be- I, I, think I think that's true of a lot of places because I went to Alfalta Bach, you know, where they build the AMG motors and they don't drive them. In fact, in fact, uh, you know, F1 Mike, Mike Kubler, who builds all the Zonda motors and all the Wyra motors and everything? Uh-huh. He'd never driven a Pagani. He's he's. I think he like you know basically builds built like seventy percent. So my buddy Chris like what a let him fucking travesty of justice. I mean I mean honestly that's terrible. That's terrible. <laughs> you would <laughs> think Chevy. You would think Chevy would do it. The only thing. One more, not to defend him too much. That racetrack is actually not part of the factory. It's I understand just, it's not part of the factory. I I do understand it, that. Yeah. Doesn't mean it's not easily like, accessible from the factory. But, but they could no, manage no, 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 some no, 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 some time. 
look, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of employee education. Like I remember years ago, uh, I did this amazing Rolls Royce program. It's called Rolls Royce White Glove Program, and they, they teach you like the Rolls Royce factory guy teaches you how to be a Rolls Royce chauffeur. It was oh, I love it. I've ever done that it sounds was, great. What what's that? I said it sounds fucking great. It was it was the greatest, right? So th- so they put us up at, at the win, right? Because the win has a fleet of ten long wheelbase Phantom extended wheelbase, excuse me, and so. I get in the car to go to the airport and the guy's driving me and he's driving me in a Rolls Royce. And he's like, Oh, dude. I was like, Oh, I was learning how to drive. I was learning your job. And he's like, man, I wish they put us through that program. And I'm like, ah, well here, let me tell you all the things you're doing wrong. According to the factory. <laughs> what was you he know? doing wrong? According to the factory. What are the things that we need to be doing here as a Rolls Royce certified right. chauffeur? Okay. Before the client, as they're called, gets into a Rolls Royce, just simple little things like all the vents should be, you know, you know, how they're, they're circle vents and they, you know, they have the, the slats and they could be rotated like this or like, right. This. They should all be straight ahead and they should all, you know, just all, all four vents in the front should be the same. Um, the, the temperature gauge should be like two thirds blue showing one third red. All the organ poles should be either out or in depending on the weather. Um, the driver's seat and the passenger seat should be the same distance. You know, you, you don't want one back. The headrest should be the same height. The visor, it's just like you set up a car for a photo shoot. Right, right, um, right. You know, you shouldn't you shouldn't have anything on the radio. You should have as little as possible on the screen. Nothing to annoy. You know when you get in an Uber? The, the opposite of every Uber you've ever been in, right? <laughs> no music on. It, it's comfortable for the passenger <laughs> because you're trying to save 0.1 gallon of gas. Right, right, right. Radios are not down. You know, it's it's it just like just stuff like that. Like the, the seatbelt should shouldn't be twisted. Just, you know, just setting the car up. That's off the top of my head what I'm remembering. No, that's 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 a pretty comprehensive list, and I'm in agreement with basically all of it. Yeah. Oh, I got in the worst Uber Black a couple weeks ago. I swear I was getting picked up by a Proud Boy. First off, the whole rear window of this dude's Escalade was like. A bu- of, of, of one of those sort of half see-through American flags with a bunch of symbols on it, only about half of which I recognized. I didn't even want to know. But then I get in the back seat, and this motherfucker's got, like, four tablets all over the car. Like, there's two on the dash. There's one in one of those things that comes out of the cup holder on one of, the, you know, one of them joints. And there's one over here. Two of them are playing the music videos for the songs he's playing on the radio. This is for an Uber to go to the airport like 4.30 in the morning. <laughs> I guess he was out. Maybe he was ready to take people home from the club. Or it's coronavirus. There's no clubs. It's like he went to New York City, got in a cab, and he's like, I can beat you. Hold my beer. <laughs> That's the worst. I, 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 it blows me away. Like, why would you like? I, first of all, I hate every song. Like, there's not a single <laughs> song you know that I like. And I'm, I'm talking to everyone. I hate all your music. So, the odds of me looking with Uber guys playing are like less than zero. But I got, I got one. Here's where I get infuriated, though. Like, I remember the very first time. I think it was a lift. I took a lift. He picked me up in a in a Prius C. Oh, so. You like, should not be allowed to drive for any app-based service if you have a Nissan Versa Note or a fucking Prius C. That's that's, yeah. that's a disqualifying automobile. And I was going from, I live basically in Pasadena. I was going from Pasadena to El Segundo. 
So that means one ten, which is the most wretched freeway. Oh, the seventh day is more wretched. But. Yeah. So I'm in the back of a Prius C. The ride quality, I couldn't even. Not that I need to text twenty four seven. I couldn't even text because the car is bouncing around so much. So that that put me off oh. ride sharing for a couple of years. But then the other day sorry 10 months ago my wife and i were going out to dinner Remember time we bleeds out? together yeah. it doesn't mean anything anymore I go, yeah i know i just feel like i'm living in a low security prison like i can i can drink whatever i want but you can't have any fun all right so i, I go i go okay i'm gonna get us an uber black because we're going out to a nice restaurant i'm gonna i'm gonna spend the whatever it is 25 extra bucks right you know what they picked it's an uber black a fucking infinity qx50 Oh, bro. That's not black. <laughs> that's not, that's a, not an Uber fine, black. It's a fine SUV, but fuck you. That's not an Uber black. A black is a, a town car, an S-Class. Yeah. You know, no, it's a uh, suburban at a minimum. The minimum is a suburban. In Venice, yeah. it pretty much seems to only be a suburban. I know. But even suburbans are not black. It's just a big car. It's not, you know, Escalade. I know. Maybe. I know. Being, maybe. <laughs> I'm with you, dude. hundred percent. I'm hundred percent with you. Are you are you with me how this horrible trend of like they have the, the air conditioning off and the windows down as if that's acceptable? Like that's gotta be an LA thing. No one else does that, right? I think well I mean yes. First off, two part question. One, yes, that annoys the shit out of me. I'm not about that. You should have you should definitely keep the vents going even if the windows are down. It does not affect your efficiency yeah. in twenty twenty one. And two No, that's uh, true. <laughs> and two, I'm also with you. You should well, you should have your windows down probably if you're in in city streets because of COVID in an Uber. Taking Ubers right now is terrible. It's the worst thing. I, yeah. I haven't been in one since since COVID, but I, I remember one time I was just so sick of it happening. I asked I asked the lady, I said, Why don't you have it's it's ninety-five degrees out, right? It's it's you know, January in LA. It's ninety-five degrees. Why do you have the, the air conditioning off and the windows down? Like and she goes, Oh, it, it like saves money. I'm like, it doesn't save any no, it money. It does not. Putting the windows down, you lose like I don't know two miles per gallon, and with the AC on, it's like maybe point one. But with modern cars, it doesn't even make a difference. It's, well, it's you. on the Uber forums. <laughs> Uber forum. You should. We should dispel myths on the Uber forums. There's. Oh, I. I have to go. Oh my God, Zach. Oh my God, I forgot to send this. Matt, there is a Tesla owners dating app. Do you know about this? No way. God. I, everything about it sounds terrible. Hang on, hang on, Zach. What's the name of it, though? I, that's what I'm doing. I sent it to my buddy. Hang on. Oh God. Uh, Model D. Okay, Zach. It's TeslaDating.co. TeslaDating.co. Oh, everything about this sounds terrible. Let's make a profile. I, I should have sent it to you. I, 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 a friend of mine is really good friends with Elon Musk. Oh man, the prototype Andy 36 has a Model S and Mia 28 has a Model 3. She is definitely You got to you got to read the whole thing. It's, it's the conversation are great. Oh my god, it's got to be nuts. Get early access. I like how the button is the most Tesla button ever. Get early access. But I like, <laughs> like you have to prove you have to prove, you have to prove you're a Tesla owner. To, to, to date a Tesla owner. That's hysterical. 
Oh wait, did some did that one that was scrolling through just say come over for some FSD? No, did it says uh oh my god, wanna zoom right now? And he's like, totally what's Looking your for right? adventures and fun, FSD so you can meet me in the back seat. That's what that said. FSD so you can meet me in the back seat. Oh my god. Can somebody so, with a Tesla <laughs> No, I don't. Please don't. Don't send me so, your information. So you can't spell love ago. without EV. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Holy shit. So, a hundred years ago, I was, I was at a bar, and I, I met this girl. She was really cute, and we're talking. And, uh, like, early on in the conversation, she's like, so where'd you go to school? And I'm like, oh, I went to, you know, uh, Bongwater State. And she's like, oh, I, look, you're a nice guy. I got to stop you, though. I only date other Ivy League grads. <laughs> Right? She actually said that. And this is worse. The Tesla app is worse than elitist motherfucker. Read because, this all right, conversation. On the, on the screen, we've got a, a sample text between Natalie, who owns a Tesla, and uh, some guy who owns a Tesla. And the message says, your eyes are, uh, guy says to a uh, girl, your eyes are as blue and beautiful as... Is the deep blue metallic exterior on your Model X. And then she says, OMG, wanna zoom RN? Right now. Right now. And he says, I'm so down. What's your number? Dot, dot, dot. Unbelievable. Oh, yeah. Everything was, about that saving, is horrible. I'm saving it for the podcast. You know what? I have a couple. Wait, I have, you know it's I have a couple. Um, Tesla's here at WCCS. Do you think I could use the VINs to, to make do you think I could use someone's VIN to make an account? I was like, I promise I won't use your data. Do you think they thought this was what I meant? Here's what you do. Here's what you do. You say, hey, you know, I'm a Tesla owner. Obviously, that's how I'm this exclusive thing app. Then be like, you know, I also own like just any car with gasoline and be like, you know, I have a, I have a Lamborghini. Let me pick you up in the Lamborghini. Like out them, be like, ah, Tesla owner caught in a in a well. <laughs> fucking fuel burner. <laughs> is this, is, that I mean, homepage of that app said, "Meet someone who really understands you and really was italicized." Does that mean meet other cult members? <laughs> People that don't drive Tesla just don't get it. They you know? just they won't understand it. you, your <laughs> hobbies, wait, your interests, your education. On the on the mobile app, it says an exclusive community of like-minded Elon stands. <laughs> <laughs> What's an Elon stand? It doesn't really say that. You're it, joking, no, right? It totally it, does. 100%. It says Elon stands. <laughs> oh my Elon god, stands. that's the. What's an Elon? I don't know this, this suffix. Wow, stand. we bear, sta to stand is someone who uh, pr uh, a proponent of. It's a proponent of somebody. Yeah, okay, like, like a like a Kazakhstan. It's what you might call a disciple. An Elon stand. <laughs> a, a worshiper, maybe is what you would call it. A a cult member is what you also might call it. What the stand? Fuck? Oh, it's from the Eminem song. Yeah, basically, it, it it's means from, die you, hard you know. fan. Yeah. I'm, I'm, again, I hate all music. So I hate that song. You don't know the song, the Eminem song "Stand." That's about the guy, the obsessed fan. It's about an obsessed fan. Uh, Matt, yeah. I don't know the Eminem song "Stand." I, I'm sorry, you're I, too cool to know song. the MS, Eminem song "Stand." It's pretty good. Go on YouTube and check out the duet he did with Elton John. It's good. When. See right there, you already lost me twice. And again, when you hate uh, all, sorry, music, are you too cool to know who Elton John is too. 
I know who Elton John is. I can't stand him. So I know yeah. we hate all music. You know, and what yet did... you have guitars behind you. <laughs> Said well, the guy with the bass player. The bass right. is hanging behind him. Oh, um, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I I can't believe that. Oh Jesus! I mean, we got it's the oh. greatest thing ever, right? I mean, it's... do you have to pr- do you have to prove your your standness to uh, them also? Like, here's your VIN and also your loyalty. Here's like, my Elon tattoo. <laughs> here's my brand. This dating sounds like Scientology. <laughs> I mean, are the people hot? Is it is it like? I mean, they are in the stock photography. Put your hands <laughs> on these two tablets. The while we ask you questions. I, I guess I'd try it because, like, they're going to be into weird shit if you actually sign up for a, a Tesla dating app, right? Like, yeah. I got a shop. Let's have to meet get up. Tesla. Let's meet up and supercharge. You got, you've seen Best in Show, right? <laughs> yeah. The couple that they're like, I, I was at a Starbucks, and she was at a different Starbucks across the street. And, and you, then that you was were when you were reading, reading L.L. Bean. the J. Crew catalog? Right, I was in my J. Crew phase. That was when I, it was, I'm still a J. Crew fan, but that was in my J. Crew phase. Uh, she was reading L.L. Bean. Yeah, that's who this and is. And then I came over to your Starbucks, and I was like, do you like J. Crew? Yeah. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm just, again, like, <laughs> like uh, it's, you know, I don't know. I don't know. You know, it's, it's, and I wonder how much Elon plays into it. Like, like, you know how, like, nuns are supposedly married to Jesus? Like, is it like you're always having a virtual Elon freeway? <laughs> He's always uh, digging tunnels under you. <laughs> 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 um dude Ooh. oh oh yeah dude i heard you uh i heard from garbo that you got the uh the vrestein hookup are you an ambassador uh, for them with us i'm not are we on I'm the same deals i i have no deal with them uh no. i basically they'll they'll send me tires but i i have i haven't done a deal type thing Oh, have you tried the tires yet? Because they just we just signed up and they just sent Zach some hyper tracks, but we haven't driven on them yet. Yes, I have a set on. Uh, I have a long term Mercedes GLE, and I put some winter tracks on there. Oh, um, which GLE? The 450. It's, oh, it's cool. just for Motor Trend, long term oh. car. Yeah, but um, it's it's killer. It's uh, it's these tires. I mean, just first of all, SUVs should be on winter tires, not all season tires. I don't care if you get 0.1 less percent fuel economy or whatever. They're so much better. It just actually feels like a truck. Um, but And they look cool. Um, but they just – I have no – I signed nothing, nothing like that. They didn't even offer me, honestly. Um, we got a so jet. I did with Motor Gen yeah. for them. And you really missed just, out. <laughs> what's that? Oh, we got a plane? We got a plane. <laughs> they were offering pl- they were offering jets. You didn't get the memo. You guys, you missed out. I didn't get it. No, no, no. I just, I, I got, the, I got the Bremont. That's about it. <laughs> Born from jets, Bremont is the sob of watches. So, so Zach, how are the high performance tires? Uh, so far they seem nice. I haven't driven them. Um, I haven't taken them to the canyons yet, so I haven't really tested their performance capability. And I went back to OEM size. What are these? The, are these the high performance summer tires? Yeah, they're high performance summer tires. Uh, they're supposed to be better in wet than their competitors, and so uh, I took off my pair, my Michelin PS4s. Uh, water is obviously hard to find on the road in Los Angeles, so maybe we'll get lucky this winter. Yeah, but I was gonna say it's it's rained once in eight months, so I'm glad you switched. Was like, so that far, rain was awesome. I really liked that. Oh rain. yeah, that rain was a good ass time. Cover the mountains yeah. in snow. It was awesome. I went up, we went up to Big Bear, the, the COVID capital of the universe is actually Big Bear. <laughs> um, 
Dude, it, the bars were open. It, it, what? We're fucking safe. Get out Dude, of here. Everyone's like, we're safe here. There were big flatbed trucks, big trucks where people were crammed shoulder to shoulder, not wearing masks, heading from parking lots up to the ski hills. Uh, like, <laughs> I, I, I couldn't believe it. We went, we went, well, my wife and my kid, we got an Airbnb. The, the place had a little hill so the kid could go sledding. We didn't leave. We brought our own food. We just we didn't see or talk to anyone else. But just driving through town to get there, it was insane. It was it was right before New Year's, like full capacity, oh, no masks, restaurants, bars are open. And then the next day, so we got we got back on the thirtieth, on the I think the thirty first or the first, there's an article in the LA Times, new strain of COVID detected in Big Bear. I'm like, oh, no great. Shit. Yeah. Oh. So all right. Well, I'll save that. Yeah. Okay. Cool. How was wow. the snow? <laughs> um, but anyways, no. I, I did get. I got a set of Redesteins for the nine fourteen. So they're on the. They're on the oh, wheel. Oh, cool. What's the status of that thing? The wheels are in my garage. Then <laughs> uh, it has paint on it. I don't. I don't know what the status is. The status uh-huh. is. Uh, yeah. All so right. It's, it's getting there. It's getting there. It's getting there. You know what I'm stoked uh, would, about about Zach's tires is they have Jajaro designed sidewalls. That's fucking they're all, cool. So all Verstein's are Jajaro sidewalls. This like is that's in the US real world. cool. It is. I feel I don't know. I, I don't know why that feels excellent to me. I feel like I feel like uh, sidewall design is kind of like overlooked in a lot of companies. It's like uh, to go back to watches, like like the rehot on a watch, right? Lots of lots of watches have nothing there; they're just kind of blank. Yeah, and you could you could choose to decorate it. So it's kind of like the last thing, not always decorated. Although, really, if you think about it, like Michelin and Pirelli, they've been stepping up their sidewall game recently. But yeah, Michelin does that, that thing that looks like a black velvet, which is interesting. That's fun. Yeah, yeah. So it's you know that's that's the the last frontier. Maybe I don't know. Maybe like. Uh, uh, I guess uh, tire cap design has been kind of a <laughs> valve, valve stem cap. Valve, valve stem cap. Really <laughs> you know, they haven't a, really. No, don't change the valve stem, guys. We like the valve stem. It's fine. No, no, no. But you know work. how like you can get anodized crap or dice or something awful. So, yes. you know, it's in a bad place. It needs Jajaro to revitalize seen, the valve stem. When was the last time you saw a fucking dice valve stem? On a car, Ooh. not in a store. On a car, I don't not know. Not long ago, I don't. Not that long ago. Uh, there's this, there's this insane Camry. I just, I never take a picture of it. I should get a. It's just it's on the dog walking route, and it's like it's got two wings. It's got like <laughs> you, you you went to Pet Boys, just vomited on your car. It's like one of them with like Armenian flags. It's just it's it's insane, and I don't mean like. Sticking up like Lakers flags. I mean, like it's got Armenian flags on it, like on the whole. <laughs> and it's got dice. It's got black and white dice for some reason. So. There's a car that we have here that's a an old lowrider that has some dice hanging from the mirror that I really like a lot. Yeah, and well, that's that's, a, that's an appropriate amount of dice, I think. But yeah, 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 yeah. No, they they have their place, but and and their place is on a Camry with two wings. <laughs> My Lambo has the gold valve stem caps. Those are fucking that's annoying. Tight. Yeah, they're good. That's, that's, that's nice. Yeah, I should get some diamonds. I got some. I got some metal for some reason for my Fiesta. I got some metal caps, which I don't know why. It adds weight, but I got metal <laughs> caps instead of plastic. Do you have to rebalance your wheel? <laughs> rebalance your tires afterwards? No, no. But I do have to get the fenders rolled on that poor little Fiesta. I made the tires wider and never, oh. never 
never really scooped him out. So I have a baseball bat. Should I come over? There you go. I'm I'm so torn. I want to get rid of that car so bad, but like I love it so much. It's just like why do you want to get rid of it then? You know, just get something else. I kind of I was kind of interested in getting like a like a Lexus GX just to make a little off roady kind of guy. Oh, um, and I then, like the you know, GXs before they made the grill all weird. I like that earlier yeah, oh, ones. Yeah, yeah. The earlier ones are cool. Yeah, uh, but and and again the the Fiesta it, right around it has forty one thousand miles. But when it had forty thousand miles on it, it suddenly needed about three grand. And then when it came <laughs> back from uh, from the Ford dealer. It um, every single piece of the interior was creaking, and I was I was bummed out. But you know the solution is just uh, leave it in the cold for a week, and it, everything stopped creaking on its own. So you know that's hysterical, like really. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. It was it was one of those things where <laughs> I, I drove the seven six five right. I was pounding around Angeles Crest, and I think I did nine mile in four minutes or set some fucking crazy (laughs) Yeah, deep into jail time. Yeah. (laughs) Deep. Like 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 seeing one thirty five various times on a on a nine mile run. Yeah. Um, and then and then I drove the fiesta the next day and I'm like, you know what? This handles really good. Like this I like like I like the Ford. I you know, it's it's really fun to drive. You can always go back to that car after any kind of crazy supercar and it's still pretty fun and and i think that's that you know i used to when i had a wrx it was just and i had a 2006 wrx and i drive like you know whatever a boxster which was killer then i get in the wrx i'd be like hmm, actually you know like yes it's the cheapest car ever made and the interiors a bunch of happy meals toys glued together but like the way it just drives is really nice and the same with the fiesta you know especially i've done a couple little tweaks and it's just it's in a really nice place it's just that if you're on a downhill tight corner, it, it, the, the tires rub. Oh, yeah, yeah. If you're going full load and then you hit the brakes and there's a bump or something. Yeah, ours would yeah, do that, so too. Ours it. would do that, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that's, so if you put anything wider than 215 meets on it, it just it does that. So yeah. I got I to roll the fender. But that's, you know, I don't want to be rolling fenders on a Fiesta. You know what no, I mean? That's like, not, it's not a, it's they, not classy. They, <laughs> when I put the seven liter in it, you know. Yeah, that would be awesome. Are you gonna do that shit? Rutledge will hook you up. Well, it's funny. It's funny because like Magnus uh, Walker of all people, he goes, he goes, oh mate, don't don't start in, don't don't get a nine fourteen, don't do it. And I was like, no, I have to. It's Davies, blah blah blah. He goes, mate, you're gonna restore it. it you're gonna think it's great. You're gonna be on Angeles Crest, and you're gonna be in fifth gear, and you're gonna go. I need a little more power, and you'll downshift to fourth. And nothing will happen. The car won't go any faster. <laughs> then, then you're going to need a six-cylinder, and that's going to be sixty thousand dollars. Expensive, yeah, car. yeah. So, I'm. I don't know. I, I probably won't do a seven-liter, but like, I don't, this, this car. I don't know. We'll see. You know, what you should call. You should call busy. Busy is builds these cars, these Porsches, and he pulls engines out, and they're sitting on his shelf. He's literally got like. 18 fucking Boxster engines just sitting around. Throw but, a fucking Boxster 2.7 in there, that thing will scream. But if you do that, then you got to do a new transmission, then you got to do new axles, then you got to do new wheels. I, just, I, just, I spent seven times as much on the wheels than I did on the car. Like, let me at least drive it before I do, you know, yeah. another. And, and then you're getting into, like, the six-figure realm on a mutated car. No, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, don't do that. Don't do it's, that. Yeah. 
So, but Magnus is right. You do you do downshift in that car, and nothing at all happens. That's correct. Yeah. That's a very astute observation from a well-experienced yeah. Porsche driver. Yeah, he he told me he gave one because I was like, oh, you know, I was joking around with him. He has so many cars. I'm like, you should give me your 914. He's like, oh no, mate, I gave one to my buddy, and you know, he spent forty thousand dollars on it and hates it. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so, mine's gonna look really good. It'll have yeah. that advantage. It'll be beautiful. Cool. That's and then we'll fun. go from there. We'll yeah. go from there. So, What's know. happening over at Motor Trend right now? Just trying to figure out how to do comparison tests with COVID. And it really sucks. <laughs> it's uh, it's 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 awful, actually. We can't even... Because we're just like, you know, we don't want anyone... We had one employee in Canada. She lives in Canada. Alyssa had it. But we just don't want... A, anyone else to get COVID. I don't want COVID. I just really don't want it. Like, you know, they're saying that like long-term, aside from fucking your lungs up, you can get like, you know, erectile dysfunction. Like, I don't want COVID, you know? We have at so, least two advertisers that could have uh, help you with that. <laughs> if it happens. If not fair, more. <laughs> it's really so, the majority of our advertisers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But then, like, just corporately, we just we just don't want to like have an event where we spread COVID around. Like, yeah, you no, know, we we had to postpone BDC like three or four months. We almost didn't do it, um, and so it's it's everything's just kind of a weird bummer. But like, I don't know. Corporately, we're doing great. Traffic's way up. Uh, we had one of the best uh, periods between Christmas and New Year. Actually, the best we've ever had. So. Things are things are okay. Yeah, because everyone's because no one's people aren't going anywhere. Everyone's just sitting at home going, "What new videos are there?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's weird. Uh, Top Gear is finally launching in eleven oh, days. Oh yeah, like so, next week, right? Uh, the 29th. 29th. Yeah. For to see what Jethro can do. I mean, I know what he can do. I'm excited to see what he does. Um, I remember and, when Jethro said, "Yeah, mate, I'll come by for the media tour." Wah wah. <laughs> oh, for WCCF. for Top Gear. No, no, not well, for the open house for Top Gear. I think that was COVID. I mean, he. You know, yeah, he's, yeah, no, he's, no, no, no. I'm, I'm just, I'm just fucking throwing shit at the wall. He, no, that's not there. You know, is there a media tour? Is he just doing Zoom calls? Like, what are they doing? I don't know what he's doing, but uh, they're, they're, he's coming back to LA. He'll be in LA. So oh, really? Too. Oh. Um, well, so I should make a note. I think he's coming in February. I think. So. We should make a note for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's we could build good. No, like we could build like a whole full glass partition like across the room, <laughs> the room, Zach, where you and I are just on this side like bank tellers. Yeah, <laughs> we could <laughs> do that. Get plexiglass in here. Yeah, that would be well, fucking I, weird. Well, I'm wouldn't hoping. It? I mean, I'm hoping like COVID can't get much worse. I shouldn't say that. But anyway, I'm knocking on some wood. But uh, not I'm in our city. Our city's fucked. I know. I know. But let's you know. I mean, it's so bad. I mean, the re I was going to come down to the studio, and then I was a friend of ours is a is a doctor at Huntington Hospital, and she's like, "Well, we weren't talking about your show, obviously, but just in general." She goes, "Well, you know, people are just at our hospital; they're dying in the ambulances because we have nowhere to put them." Fuck. So yeah, that's fucked up. Get to die alone in an ambulance parked in front of a hospital. You know, no thanks. It's just like it's it's just crazy. So, anyways, it's fine. I mean, it's obviously like. It's like, what are you going to do? 
This is why this is what the technology exists. It sucks, yeah. but we make do. Mm-hmm. You know what are you gonna yeah, do? Yeah. What the fuck are you gonna do, right? My circle's like four people. It's like <laughs> it's Zach, and then it's my wife, and then it's Zach's girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> that is it. <laughs> I, I see my wife and my kid. That's yeah. That's- I got I got not a lot of except for you know obviously the the mask situation outdoors and blah blah blah. <laughs> I don't want to talk about this anymore. No, no. Um, right, cars, 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 or yeah. watches or something. <laughs> quick quick pivot away quick um <laughs> yo uh i was really impressed with defender though um yes. especially how fast it was on the road like actually how well it handled on the road because usually things that are that good off-road are not that good on road so i'm glad you said that um you know we and because of covid uh, we didn't actually get to do any offering for SUV of the year, which is less of a huge deal than you think, because as you know, most quote unquote SUVs can't really do anything off road yeah. anyways. Yeah. But then I got to go and do a video on the Defender at um, at the Land Rover, whatever they call it, Land Rover Academy or Land Rover Challenge up in Carmel. It's actually in mm-hmm. the, the parking lot of the Quail. Um, they have a oh, Land really? Rover Experience Center. They have a hundred. The trails are in the hills. Oh, Good. okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> I was like, really? There's a it's in, yeah. in the parking lot, huh? Okay. Yeah. They go up the mountain. No, it's, it's yeah. Nice. They have they have a hundred and sixty acres of trails. It's, it, you got to go do it. It's absolutely incredible. Um, but like we were, I mean, we were rock crawling. They they filled up a pond with eighteen thousand gallons of water, um, and uh, it, the thing is incredible off road. But I, I was talking to one of the guys. He actually he's a third party guy. He he does like. Like, you know, Land Rover makes the prototypes and he takes them out and tries to break them. That's his job. And he's a company that does that for all kinds of SUVs. And uh, I was, I was asking him, like, oh, dude, right? Yeah. Um, but I was like, I was like, why is this thing? Like, I knew it would be good off-road. It, it's a, all Land Rovers are good off-road. This one seems especially good off-road. Why is it so good on-road? And he's like, you know, honestly, a lot of what they did to make it so good off-road carries to on-road, meaning the tires are pushed out to the extremes of the vehicle. There's almost no overhangs anywhere on the thing. And um, they widen the track as much to get better articulation. So if you have a really long wheelbase, it's very wide, it just rides better. And then, you know, yeah, the air yeah. which, you know, it does, it, it, it's crazy for articulation, crazy in terms of travel. Well, the more travel you get, the softer it rides. And then, you know, that engine is killer. It's a straight six. It makes 405 horsepower, mild hybrid. Yeah, you can see there the post mud. Yeah, um, that's what mine it, looked like too. It's awesome. But the other funny thing was like, the guy was like, he's like, you're gonna get stuck when you go through the mud, just so you know. And I go, what are you talking about? He goes, you're just gonna get stuck. Everybody gets stuck. And I'm like, I guarantee I'm not gonna get stuck. And uh, somehow I didn't get stuck, but like I, I got that for driving too fast through mud. Let's put it like that. <laughs> uh, I made a great video. It's a very cool. Video. I think it's on YouTube. You, you can check it out. We went up uh, the Pioneer Trail at Rower Flats, which is where I take most of the SUVs. It's a tough trail for a stock truck. I mean, a lot of the the most capable stock vehicles can do it, but it's not necessarily easy. But I did it in the G-Wagon like a month and a half ago, uh, the 550, and it did it really, really well. It was very impressive. But the Defender did it like 10 15% faster up the same trail, just like – Total confidence, no problem, and I even picked harder lines. It was amazing. Yeah, it's it super so good. good off-road. 
Yeah. It's super good off-road. Now, let me ask you a question. Have you driven the T-Rex? Uh, no, not yet. The Dodge? Uh, uh, no. Ram, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I haven't yet. Um, I don't think they're – I think they're not available for mere mortals like me yet. I think they're oh, still – Oh, oh well, I know. I know that FCA is having a horrible time with their press fleet right now. For some reason, they had because of the merger with Peugeot, they've they've locked everything up. But oh, so it seems like a good time though. Yeah, <laughs> but I've I've driven a lot of stock off road vehicles, a lot of places. This is this is the most impressive one I've ever driven. This this is like it just it makes the Raptor feel like a little toy. It, it, this thing is. There's a at, at Hungry Valley. There's like an off-road training uh, part of the park. I don't know if you've ever been there, but yeah, like, yeah, yeah. The big pile of rocks, big pile of rocks, and the frame twister. So I, I take a zillion vehicles through that frame twister. Um, it, it like the you know, and, and it's fun. You can you take like a Land Cruiser through there, and you get two wheels off the ground. It's super cool. The Ram, first of all, all four wheels stayed on the ground. Uh, second of all. <laughs> It didn't even know it was going over. I've been telling people like 702 horsepower is the least interesting thing about that truck. Like it, 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 it's kind of like a sloppy 7,000 pound truck when you're, you know, uh, on the street, you get it, you you put it in the dirt. It's like, you know, like a penguin, it can barely walk and it goes in the water and it's the most graceful animal in the whole animal kingdom swimming. That's like this thing when it gets on dirt, it's like, it turns into a, a sports car in the dirt. It's, it's fucking insane. That's uh, um. That's pretty much how my 911 is. My 911 is a little ungainly on the street, but it actually turns in like a GT3 on the yeah. on a loose surface. It's pretty fucking awesome. And yeah, okay, so, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. It's great. Yeah, so Re- what not- you mean is it's really responsive to weight transfer. That's yes. probably right. Yeah, right. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Also, yeah. the steering comes alive, and it, it feels like it feels like crisp. Like you know, like you know, you ever you're driven like on snow with studded tires. It's like that. Oh like, yeah, that's good. You can't, can't believe the amount of grip you're getting, but you're getting it, so you're gonna go with it. It's like yeah, that. It's just, yeah, it's yeah. Crazy. It's I gotta have um, a go. You gotta, you gotta, do, and it jumps, and it's awesome. I mean, it's just, it's such a good vehicle. Is it really seven thousand pounds? You said seven thousand pounds. Is that is that really I what it is? I took it to, took it to the, a truck stop, uh, uh, the truck stop on Cherry Avenue in Fontana, mm-hmm. and I I drove onto the truck stop. I got out. I looked at the scale seven zero 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 zero. So exactly, it was exactly seven thousand. Uh, the with the amount of gas wow. I burned, yeah, driving from the Chevron on Cherry to the truck stop. It was seven thousand on the nose. A Raptor's about fifty six. Wow, that's fucking heavy, man. But it's just if also if you park it next to a Raptor though, the Raptor looks like a like like seven eight scale. I mean, the thing's just. Oof, I don't want something that big. I don't want that. Well, I'm not. That's it. not a pro okay. for me. That's too you fucking again, big, man. Um, it's it's one of those things. It's like yeah, like weight is supposed to be bad, but they engineered their way around it. No, I'm not like, talking about weight. I'm talking about size. Parking Raptors is hard. You're telling me oh, this yeah, is yeah. now 15% bigger it's, than that? Oh, it's bigger. Yeah. yeah. Oh. It's, it's like a power wagon, but it's... Power wagon's not good. Uh-oh. Johnny. Oh, no. God damn, your connection sucks my asshole right now. It does? I can yes. hear you see you fine. You're back. Really? Well, it's one way. One way. 
bullshit. How's now? How's I'm now? Better. It's better. It's okay. It comes and goes, but it's fine. I'm ex- okay. no, I really do. I'm that. I mean, I know it's enormous, but like, f- thank God we've got the shop. I could park it at. I can't fit the thing in my house. I don't, can't even get it in my house. Right. Well, you're moving soon, so you know. It's, yes, it's... we will have a driveway where we can park yeah. tall and long vehicles. Yeah. Yeah. No, trust me. <laughs> I, I took the T Rex to my where I live. I live in this weird little narrow, windy, dead end street. And it's a nightmare to back it out. It's literally a nightmare. It's almost too wide to get down the street. I feel like like <laughs> UPS truck. We have a UPS truck hit our neighbor's retaining wall like once a day. <laughs> the craziest street. I actually have like I should find. I have like five license plates from like Ubers that are just like poor guy's wall. But yeah, no. so the, it's a nightmare in LA. But it's a it's a killer truck. It's a killer, killer. killer yeah, if you got lots of desert to work with. Oh, it you got to drive. You'll love it. You'll love. I mean, it. I would love to. I I'm sure I I will. I should make. I will make a note after with this yeah. show to email. You. They'll give you a T Rex. Well, they're different companies. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, I would, not to say anything too bad about Ford because they'll have their hitman come and snuff me while I'm sleeping. But like. FCA generally is a lot easier to work with than Ford. Uh, I agree with you. They are. Yeah. yeah. No. It's only because I haven't. A- I literally haven't asked. I will ask. Yeah. 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 You should ask. Yeah. No. I got. I got Hellcat Durango, and I was impressed at the dynamics. Actually, that I thought that was. I thought it was very fun. Yeah. Uh, this is like that with like three times the engineering and yeah, thirteen inches of shock travel. It's just like it's. I'm killer. about that. I'm a hundred percent about that. Yeah, you, you um, would love if you like Raptor, you will love T Rex. I do. I did like Raptor. I like it less now that it has the six cylinder engine in it, unfortunately. But I like. But I did. I I like what it's about. I like that. I like that the super truck is good at truck things, and it's not like, oh, good. It's a you made a dragster out of a pickup truck. Yay! Yeah. Like I don't really give a shit. So, about that. And, and and we got we got. We got 4.1 seconds to 60 miles an hour. Oh, my God. Jeez. <laughs> That's pretty good. And then we got towing a 5,400-pound Airstream. We got 7.5 seconds to 60. Maybe one of them is 7.7, but it's, it's basically as fast as a normal pickup without an Airstream to 60. It, it's That's crazy. crazy. Can you damage, yeah, like, the Airstream by doing that? Nah. Did anyone I mean, ride in the Airstream during that run? No, <laughs> no, 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 no. You could have, but we we didn't do that. I would do that. That'd be fun. I'd be like, surprise me, just go. Yeah. <laughs> but it was, I have a somewhere on my Instagram. I have a video. We have a, a an F. I'm gonna say it's a 250 Tremor next to the drag strip, and the T Rex has an Airstream on it, and the T Rex in the quarter beats the unloaded uh, 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 Tremor. That's hysterical. Going near street. It's it's just frick. It's just a monster. It's I am. Great. The, this is maybe a dumb question. I haven't looked that. And it's selectable four by four, right? You can go two wheel drive or four wheel no, drive. Permanent, and... permanent, permanent, permanent. Really? Yeah, permanent four wheel drive. And it like the record has a bazillion mode, like a, a Baja mode or whatever. But it's permanent full time uh, four wheel drive, and it has low gears, so you can do rock crawling and all that. But what about like super Baja drifty mode? I want. I mean, maybe I'm talking. That about was my favorite back. thing about the Raptor was that you could lock the diff in two wheel drive and do fucking nice desert slides. You can do all that, but it just it. I I'm, I'm almost a hundred percent. Somebody, don't you have people that are on like the internet right now looking? I mean, at Zach stuff? in theory could be Zach. Yeah. Eh, we don't care that but, much. Yeah, so I'm pretty sure it's permanent. It's permanent, but it 
it has the mode the desert mode is is good and you can drift the shit out of it and it's oh you look like you're in pain sorry yeah no i fucked my back up it's okay it has nothing to do with you it's okay that's what i was sitting in the same position for too long i was trying to not make a big deal out of it but sorry that would be that'd be like that'd be really sad if it was i'm so boring that i've hurt your back no (laughs) no i hurt my back like yesterday or something and it's just not better sorry um, okay. when my back is better, then I can jump the fucking TRX off of shit. Well, Honestly, you know, you know uh, Nino, is- Nino, our Nino from back in the day, our Nino, his brother-in-law is a powertrain engineer on that truck. Oh, well, he did a very nice job. Um, <laughs> Unnecessary sidebar. Uh, well, I mean, uh, the other thing, well, if he had anything to do with the sound, so that truck is so loud. We were doing, when we were doing our, our, uh, truck of the year stuff, um, I was in, I don't know, a Jeep or something, and I happened to be hitting the gas pedal at a red light at the same time that the guy in the T-Rex was hitting the gas pedal. And I'm like, oh, my God, this Jeep sounds great. And then I realized, <laughs> no, the T-Rex next to me is It's coming to the Such a great so anyway, hats off to Nino's brother. because really I'm excited like, to have a go in that. Yeah, that should be yeah, fun you, as hell. Yeah. How much is it? Um... I like starts in the seventies, yeah. maybe eighty out the door type thing. It's you know, yeah, expensive. Horsepower, it's pretty good. Yeah, if power. you want everything, yeah, I need to tow, go to the drag strip, show off to people, go rock crawling, go to Baja. I need everything, everything, and and uh, heated. It has heated and cooled rear seats. <laughs> Ooh, that's like, good. Yeah, no, it's great. It's killer. So I like the heat and cooled yeah. rear seats. That's nice. boss. Yeah, it has a lot of driving modes. It has the the Baja mode. Is that the driving mode you're talking about? The Derifto? Well, I'm just. I don't think it has a two wheel drive mode. I think it's permanent all wheel drive. Mm, got it. Okay. Yeah, the website does not indicate anywhere that you can go into two uh, two wheel drive. Oh wait, go down four by four water four by four auto four by yeah no high no yeah. no no two wheel drive mode. Wah, wah. Yeah. That's okay. Maybe with 700 horsepower, like you just wouldn't be able to get any traction at all. You can make it, you can turn the traction off and slide around in the dirt, and it's killer. Yeah, that's probably true. Uh, What do you want to plug before we get out of here and end this hair shit snow? Should we talk about our awesome plug Braymont? What do you, which one do you have on? Yeah. I have the Ion Bird. Which. What is that? Is that a, is that a aviation themed? It's nice. But of course, yeah. So it's a really cool watch. It's titanium. Um, it is so Rolls Royce, the airplane engine manufacturer. They are trying to set the electric airplane speed record. Um, and so this watch will not only be worn by the pilots who are going to do that, but the stopwatch in the the it's it's called like the spirit of innovation is the name of the plane um the clock the the stopwatch in the plane itself and the hinges on the canopy are being manufactured in the oh, same cool. place the watch or, that's a know. nice looking watch I'm yeah it's that. really cool and what's cool about it is it's like got lots of like like it's pretty it's pretty straightforward it's just for legibility you can't even really see the second of the gmt hand right yeah but then you start looking at it it's got all these cool little things like i love th- trying to center this sorry i don't know why this is so hard to do. <laughs> oh right the whiskey it's the whiskey uh so you see yeah there we go. Uh, this blade. <laughs> all 
you see how the uh, crown was becomes the I'm sorry, the lug becomes the crown guard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See that it's really nifty. It's just kind of it's one unit. Nice. It's nice. Yeah. It's, it's a nice little touch, and then it's got this cool back, and it's got lo- nice little black discs. And it's it's got lots of hidden stuff, which I like. Mine has the, mine's got the black discs too. I like the black discs; they're good. So yeah, but what I'm doing, unlike you guys, because you guys just got your watches, I was like, I don't know anything about this brand. I'm I'm honored you would want you think that me wearing this helps you sell watches, but I'm gonna do it like I'm doing with Crown and Caliber. Just like send me a watch every six months, or, or sorry, every every six weeks. Oh, cool. And, uh, at the end of the year, I'll pick the one I like the best and keep it. So, cool. I yeah. have this. I've got this World Time that I'm really about. I recommend it very highly. The World Time, it's extremely sick. It's not I too saw thick. It, I was like, I was like, yeah, it's cool. And then you put that bracelet on it, that Bosphorus. Mm-hmm. My Turkish connection. They're dude, about this shit. It's dude, a sweet strap, dude. That, yeah, that's really insane is. how well that works. I was looking. It on does. Your, I've got that, one for you. I have one you for know, you. I send to you. I, well, I'll see you. Hang on. Next time I do your show in person, just hang on to it. I like that Ion Bird. That's a good one. That's a nice yeah, one. And then Zach's cool. got the GMT, the Alti something, Alti, I don't, I can't remember. It's alphanumeric, yeah, A-L-T. A-L-T-1. There you go. Sorry. L-T-1. I, I should I have probably that study com- that. Sorry, Braymont people. I like your watches, but I can't remember your alphanumeric well, Jones. Oh, look at Zach yeah, hand modeling. You actually done nicely there. It's actually really lit really well yeah. in that shot. It looks shot worked out really well. That's that actually, I'm into it. Yeah, yeah. I'm into it. Give me a uh, blue steel. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Can't shout out to Braymont, dude. You guys are hooking up me and all my yeah. friends. It's nice. It's it, it's super cool, and uh, I'm I'm yeah I'm just, I'm having fun with it. I'm 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 actually having an easier time writing about cars suddenly because I'm learning so much about watches. Oh, it's, well, that's good. Uh, yeah. Well, why is one helping the other? I'll give you an example because uh, why not? Uh, the Elva. I don't know if you noticed, but the paddle shifters, instead of being just hunks of cruddy carbon fiber, they're they're actually like uh, they are uh, aluminum, but they're the way they're finished. It's like the uh, the hands of a Grand Seiko snowflake. They have oh, like the Zeratsu polish. Yes, they have that sword kind of polish and, and honing to them and so i'm able to say that and before i knew anything about watches i wouldn't i'd say they're they're metal paddles that's about the extent <laughs> yeah um, no they're like uh, it's got a nice beveled edge on it yeah, yeah. they are they yeah. are very nice so for those so who have no I idea think- what i'm talking about grand seiko has a special style of polishing they call zaratsu polishing which is where they really polish shit to like a super mirror 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 finish it's pretty amazing but- stuff but then, like on the snowflake, it has that finish, but then also has like a rough edge to it. Like it's like a sword finish, almost. right? Uh, and so, yeah. So, it, like the and so, you know, look on a, on a one point seven million dollar car, you should have a little bit of fascination. Oh yeah, there's 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 yeah. Uh, next to that picture, uh, go, Zach. Zach, go for uh, Grand Seiko Snowflake. Yeah, there. That's the go. The that, hand. Go back to the hands. The hands is it. So you can see how the hands. Yes. It's satin and then mixed with a perfectly, really mirror polish. And what's cool about Grand Seiko, they polish the underside of their hands. So when the light bounces off the dial, you can actually get a reflection down from the underside of the hands. That's cool. Back on the dial. That's how it should be, but that's cool. And so this dial we've got zoomed in here is the snowflake dial. So it's made of brass, but it's got that brushing in it that makes it look like freshly groomed snow. And so That's fucking if awesome. You, if you, when you when you when everyone listening drives their Elva, check out the shift paddles because they're real similar. 
in in execution. So yeah, yeah. So I'm really enjoying the watch thing because it's just it's just like I don't know something new to learn. So the yeah. new a lot uh, of parallels with the cars too. Lots, tons. There really is, and it, yeah, and it, it. I was talking to Musto about this. It's like because he's like you know watches, the, but I'm like good cars. I'm not talking about your Prius C's, but like good cars. There's something you want to like keep forever. There's no really reason to throw them away. Um, and like a good watch, you know, it, it becomes an heirloom. Um, and it's so it's 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 it, yes it's this arch materialism thing and spiritually it's a dead end and all that but <laughs> and uh, I, really, I I dig like really well made things so it's I fun. like really well made things too I like handmade things and I like mechanical things and I and I like uh, craftsmanship and quality bourbon thanks like, for know, your time. Uh, like the guy who made this, his name is Drew. You know, like I like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I've been exactly. To his house. Yeah, yeah. I've spoken to the people who make these watches. Yes, I. It's you have a you have a connection to them. Yeah, exactly. I like it. I like it, dude. I hope I get to see you real soon. I'm sorry that you're not here in the studio right now. I know, I know. But we'll we'll do it. We'll do it soon. Hopefully, I'm getting vaccinated. Hopefully soon. Uh, I'm gonna go to Dodger Stadium and just just do it. Just get done. Well, we I've been getting tested like every week, so we can just line up the testing schedule if you want to do it that way. It's totally Dude, I got, I, it's you know what it is honestly like for 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 work we like made this agreement that we're just not gonna like do that oh oh because you got it yeah, also, yeah also yeah just with my just with my kid he's 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 in daycare and everyone's like taking a vow that like they just you're not gonna be hanging out on people's backyards anymore like just, got it. just take it super serious because you know just everyone's depending on it type thing but i i tested negative on thursday i want to say i took another test my fourth negative test so congratulations but it's like crazy <laughs> man my neighbor across the street who he claims has been really looking out he got it um so it's it's everywhere in la man it's just horrible yeah i know anyway way to end on a downer stay safe. zach stay safe <laughs> uh yeah we'll see you we'll, we'll see you real soon dude thanks for coming on we appreciate your time Fucking listen to Johnny yappity yap over at Motor Trend. You know where to find this dude. The King Jew. With the backwards <laughs> hat. <laughs> would knife you over that one. But yeah, oh, I'll, I'll shit. Oh, he's the ri- You're the King Jew, but he's the rich Jew. <laughs> he leases you the castle. Uh, you're just a tenant. <laughs> all right, everybody. Thank you for your time. We appreciate it. We'll see you all later. Good night.